Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker. And in this week's episode, the boys continue their battle from last week as they continue their assault on the bridge. So there's nothing direct to talk about right now since they're just continuing their battle from last week. And I don't want to give away any spoilers, but I will mention one thing. Last week when Seth decided to open up that door... I really have no idea what was going on there. The room has four doors. There's a door to the south in which they entered, and then three very large, very secure doors. Why he thought one of them was a closet, which is also kind of perplexing, I have no idea. It kind of was a very bizarre thing he was doing. He was getting in there and sneaking around, and then he's like, oh, let me just open up this door. Whoops! I mean, at best case scenario, he opens it and bleeds incredibly hard encounters. And worst case scenario is that he fails and sets off the alarm, which is, well, exactly what happened. What the consequences of setting off that alarm will be is, you will find out. It's not the complete end of the world. I mean, the people on the bridge kind of know what's going on. And one thing I do want to note is that it's kind of alluded to in these uh, past couple of episodes, but they are completely invisible to the sensors, which means things they do actually show up in the sensors. So, for example, if they start killing people, they're going to start seeing on the cameras and the sensors that undead fighting like invisible people and then dropping dead. So although they themselves are completely invisible to the sensors and the cameras, their actions are not. And I'm kind of assuming their gear and everything is also invisible, like them and everything they're wearing. But it does bring a strange question as if they like leave gear behind or drop it, does that just suddenly appear? It's, you know, again, like an invisible man just dropping things and, you know, that's what they see. So that's what makes it so hard for them to find them, is that the uh, bad guys can't find them easily, but once the PCs start to, like, mess around and do things, it's a lot easier for them to be found. Also, don't forget, I wanted to mention the new podcasts, the Extinction Curse podcast, which we're going to be starting in a few weeks, and a brand new podcast, which I can't talk about just yet, but be on the lookout, I'm going to be talking about it, and uh, we're probably going to start both podcasts right before this one and the Fall of Plaguestone end, so there might be three or four podcasts going on simultaneously, which will probably kill me, but we'll figure something out. But Extinction Curse, that's coming pretty soon. We just recorded episode zero of Extinction Curse yesterday, and that's going to be up in a short period of time. And one thing I'm going to be doing with this Adventure Pass, since it's so long, is I'm going to set up each book like a season of a television show. I kind of did that with Dead Sons, but I'm going to do it even more so with Extinction Curse, where you can just jump in in a season, so you don't have to listen to every single episode if you don't want However, if you like circuses and you like heavy role-playing and really crazy shenanigans, I think you're going to like it. And something else that's fun is that three of the four characters are all related to each other in some way. And then the fourth character is this mysterious stranger character. So that has a lot of implications when you're like working with family. Working with family in a circus. The role-playing possibilities are endless and they're all going to be a lot of fun since most of these characters are either kids or young adults. So, Lord knows what's going to happen in this adventure path, but be on the lookout for that in the near future. But with that, let's get to this week's episode. So last we left off, you guys entered some weird trophy hall. You kind of surprised them. 
There's these weird undead monks, Salarian monks that are drinking potions, acting weird, being very disruptive. And for some reason, Hiroji decided to open a door and try to bleed the encounters, which was bizarre. Yeah, I, was, I was under the misimpression that that was uh, because of the two big doors. I was under the impression that the side doors were just auxiliary rooms and apparently not. Seth Lipton is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji. Oh, they're auxiliary rooms. They're auxiliary rooms to more horribleness. Um, and they're all like dead bolted, locked, high security. His roles not even close. Perhaps Antonio might be the only one who could even approach those doors without blowing up the place. And Mo is up. And he has a monk to the north of him. Let's see. What's going on? Let's see. Akira was flying up in the air. Tuttle's flying up in the air. There's a monk to the north of him, a monk to the northwest of him. There's a monk way to the west hiding behind one of these, like, beautiful trophies. What are you going to do? All right. So, full attack is coming. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. And we're going to Oh, and start... Mo, you have your haste circuit on, by the way. Do? You turned on. You do. Yeah, you turned on your haste circuit. Okay. Uh, all right. Since that's the case, I'm going to use my ultra thin longsword, make a full attack on the guy to my uh, uh, the Kurbuzu to the north, Northwest. and I'm going to extend my attack by plus five. And there we go. You hit. Nice roll job. Fourteen. Nice. Thirty-seven, but. 5DR. 32 points of damage. And hit again. 34. Oh, 29 nice. points of damage. Two big blows. Kaboom. I am going to... How many? Do, can you tell me how many rounds I have uh, my haste circuit? Well, we're, we're, we're in round three. So you have... Was it... Uh, you, you have eight rounds left. Okay. You know, let's, let's, let's live large. I'm going to keep it on. Okay. Tuttle's up. Now Tuttle's flying in the air with the greatest of ease. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and shoot at the same guy Mo was attacking. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar. Probably just one shot. I want to make sure I hit, so... Did we kill one of these guys? Chris Beamer is playing the Tiefling Technomancer, Akiro the Just. Yeah, you did kill him. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, one was killed, and the one to the west was hit pretty hard. Sorry, I just had to check which weapon I had used last round. It was the Dragon Drake pistol. You barely managed to hit him. And one interesting thing is, it does five less damage for some reason. Seems to be a little resistant to that fire. Hmm, I wonder why. Hmm. That's annoying. All right, and then I'm going to have Cheddar get in here. And Junk Cannon. He hits. Nice. God, he does wow. nice and rusty. 19 from Cheddar. Freak mm. of the cheese. Ha. Ha. I wish Rusty could do stuff. Uh, you all have a bonus against this creature because of me. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Bonus of plus one. That's what? true. I think only two. Uh, I had to move. Five. Uh, one for me. I'm sorry. Plus one from Mo. So three then. Uh, I had to move and do the, the one thing, as I recall. It's It was a week ago, or two weeks ago. I could be wrong. Five foot step up to Mo, and then it does this really strange attack with like one of its broken arms into your face. Not my face. That's this not, weird. Not, not the face. Not the face. Ooh. I feel like I feel like we're fighting like the older brother of the little girl from the ring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow, yeah. wow! Kind Hold of. on, uh, he rolls an eleven and misses me. Is that right? Well, because he is for a thirty. Your armor class is like yes, thirty-two, your right? Quite, your armor is quite uh, good. Hold on, but I have a minus. Two to armor class because I extended my reach in my last attack, so that might hit. Oh, you have a minus two? I thought it was a minus one. Well, uh, anybody attacking me 
gets a, I believe that's a, hold on, let me look up Reach. Uh, that's that's the spell. I, I thought I uh, knew this. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I thought it was minus one, but if it's minus two, then he does hit you. All right, I'm looking it up now. Okay. Reach. Nope. Wow, that, that page doesn't help at all. It's a feat, though, right? Yeah, it is. It's a feat. Um, Lunge. That's it. Oh, sorry. That's right. Lunge. Your minus two penalty to your armor. Well, well, okay. well. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. Hits you for four points of Yeah, damage. I want you all, guy, everybody to hear it. Most taking it on the chin for four points of damage. And now... Very honest. You're sitting here going, oh, that's not so bad. Suddenly, a cloud so fogs bad. your mind. You you can't understand or see or be able to do anything. Give me a fortitude save. Ooh, a seven for an 18. I think that's a that's successful, right? That's a pretty you high fortitude. 18, barely, pretty good. Barely shake it off you like... You're like you're kidding your head. me. Oh you're my like, god! You're like you're getting rid of the fog, but it felt like if if that didn't oh happen, it would have been really really bad. It's like oh, I I almost got stupider if that's possible. Steve, this is the first time I've ever rolled a seven and was thankful for it. Hiroji's up. All right, Hiroji, so there's some doors over there. I see you didn't open. You want to try to open those? Oh, I'm gonna head in that direction, but I don't think I'm gonna do that mistake again. But what I am going to do is my patented shot on the run and rehide with a twist. The twist is, wait, 5, 10, 15, 20. I'm 20, going to skip 20, the shot on the run and just hide. 45, 50. Exactly. <laughs> That's... Gonna, the other way around. Uh, I'm going to end up over here. In character. Okay. And uh, I'm going to, uh, as part of the end of that move, deactivate my cloaking field because I don't want to use it all up. I'm going to I'm gonna have to save it. Uh, but uh, like, I'm going to try my trick shot. On uh, on the on yep. the, that one that we're focusing fire on. Yep, yep. Uh, let me let me see if my stealth works. You have a pretty good stealth. I know that. It's not bad. Even crappy rolls right. are good rolls. You rolled, rolled a two. two. Yeah, I rolled a two for a twenty-seven. For wow. stealth or for trick attack? Uh, same thing. It's like my it's like my stealth to see if my trick attack works, and then I roll a hit. Oh, oh, right. Uh, totally fails. Okay, so my trick attack fails, but I do get my normal attack. That's the problem with the operative. It's almost like you have to roll two, two to hit. I'm editing an episode where you said that exact same thing, Chris. Yep, that's exactly we have right. A daily show thing where we uh, get a sequence of Chris saying that exact same thing fourteen. Yeah, times. I'm an old man. <laughs> I have, uh, I have I'm dementia. My, I'm gonna roll my normal <laughs> stealth for uh, me hiding behind, uncloaked, but hiding behind the uh, display case. You got it. You hit him, do 12 points of damage. Ooh, there we go. That's a pretty good roll. 34. He's like, I'm hiding right over here. Kiro, flying up in the air, invisible. A little shaken Wait. since this guy last turn seemed to attack you directly, which was like, uh-huh? What? Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. And more importantly, do I have any mirror images? That's the first question I always get asked. You have... You don't three have to mirror ask images, but you're invisible. So why would you have three mirror oh, images? Right, greater invisibility. I forgot, but he still that didn't seem to work though. Oh my god! No, actually, you don't have any uh, uh, greater. You don't have no. You just have invisibility. You, have, you just have greater invisibility. Yeah. Maybe you okay. do have mirror images, but I don't know how that would work because it doesn't matter. You're I don't. Invisible. I don't think they. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they work. Um, if you're in, like in, until you become visible, then. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, coward. All right, I'm going to fly away. I don't like this guy much. Uh, you, you didn't tell us you were going to do that. We knew that. I think I want to go there. I have 60 movement, so that should work. I can shoot this guy to the south from here, right? Sure. From in the air? Okay. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go I'm gonna go there. I'm going to shoot. Shoots them both. And I get a plus two, you say? Plus three. Plus three for range. Mm -hmm. Let's go. This guy's been easy to hit. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Nice. 25 and points of damage. Rusty's up. Okay. Uh, I think Mo is going to kill this guy right in front of us right now. So I'm going to go set up all of my bonuses on the one in the middle of the room that we're surrounding. He's our next target. So I am doing a guarded step there. And I'm going to get him. I'm sorry. I'm going to actually do my attack and bluff on the one in the middle of the room. On the one to the west, you said? Exactly. 
if if that's the score tomorrow morning, you and I are tied for last place. In the yeah, we're halfway through the game. I lose. Yeah, I, I know, lose. but still, wouldn't it be fun? It's a non-zero chance that that may happen. That's what I'm saying. All right. At any rate, I am attacking and bluffing. And two more. But all right. Yeah, yeah. Forty billion. You you successfully flatfoot the sky. I actually missed the last one. Last at least once in the last fight. Mm-hmm. And oh, look at this. New hit and do yes, a whopping for, I did five points. Thirty-five of damage. damage. You all see it there. Thirty-five. Ah, he must have five. some sort of resistance five. against my form of weapon. Alright, at any rate, I'm done. The one to the left is going to go. Hmm. What shall he do? He has so many options. <laughs> okay. This is fascinating. Alright, this guy moves around. Sees Rusty. Keep going. I like this, where it's going. Oh, we can't do what I was going to do. Eh, he'll do it anyhow. And then breathes a cone of black death on... Well, it hits everyone except Hiroji and um, Akiro. Oh, right. Ah, that was very smart of them to go hide in the corners like that. Give me a fortitude save. Yeah, oh. I rolled a two. Woohoo. Wow. Oh. oh, this does not look good. Cheddar doesn't need to. Oh, you got to end it on a TPK. End it on a TPK. <laughs> Finally. Even though you're wearing a full suit of armor, even though you should be completely immune to this, you are not. You think, oh, what's going on? But within your suit, you can't breathe. You, you feel like you are being suffocated. You are fatigued. Fatigued is minus one to your AC, your attack, your melee damage, your reflex save, your strength, and your dexterity. It is a lot of fun. That's all. We're like metal and con and clue. Huh? You're battling con? How, how's that? Uh, remember, she was so angry that flames were like on the side of her face, burning and seething, and that's that's what we're like. There you go. I put the little icon on there so we can't remember. Now this other creature uh, that was targeting Akira decides, hmm, he's gonna, he's just gonna go. Yeah, that's where he's gonna go. He's gonna go at Rusty and just try to hit him. It's just a weird strike. Nothing special. I'm pretty wow. sure I have complete cover, even though it doesn't look like it. See? Look. Well, he missed. <laughs> Your complete cover works. See? Complete nice! Cover. See? You guys have to get ahead of the attack that way. Okay. Mo's up again. All right. Well, this doesn't take a lot of imagination, and that's good because it's Mo's turn. So we're going to do a ba-boom full attack on our friend to the north. You have no bonuses from me this time. So this one's minus two. Now, although it lists 45 points of damage because you're fatigued, that's only 44 points of damage. I'm going to let you know. Ha! So I do more damage? No, you do less damage. You yes. do one well, less. Well, it says 40 damage. 39. Oh, okay, 39. That's mean you got a move action. And yeah, also, I do get, because of my haste circuit, Bob is actually right. I think I actually get to move and then attack again. Uh, move and move again. You did a standard action. You can't. It won't give you, you an can't extra attack twice. An extra move. You'll get two movements yeah. though if you wanted. Yeah, I'm turning off my haste circuit right now. Okay. Haste circuit off. And as much as I hate to do it, it's both. It's morally the wrong thing to do. I'm going to try to draw some attacks off of Rusty. Uh. That's, That's that, I, I think you turn. should always plan this for the rest of the Oops. Sorry. And Tuttle is up. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just attack the one that's directly in my line of sight. So I'm going to drop the Dragon Drake pistol and pull out my disruption rifle, since they seem to be at least partially made to fire. There we go. 20 points of damage using Sonic. That's the way to go. Yeah, those rifles are good. And then Cheddar is going to go ahead and junk cannon the one, the other one. Can't quite line both. Doesn't matter, you missed. Yeah, I wasn't going to get fancy with trying to hit both of them just yet. Maybe next turn. Hiroji's hiding way far away from the melee insanity. 
Yep, but I can snipe from the shadows. This is my way. All right, so I'm using the uh, display cases uh, for to to leverage my uh, shot on the run and trick attack and things like that. So I'm going to uh, run south, uh, shot on the run, shoot uh, this one, the one that's marginally mm -hmm. the most west, and then run back. And so I will end up, I will end up there. But let me move down here and shoot. All right. So here's my stealth check. To make him flat-footed? Yeah, to make him flat-footed and get my sneak okay. attack. All right. It worked. Uh, so 35. Does that do it? Yes. Finally. Good. Good. They're less, they're less than CR 15, I hope. And, yes. uh, and I, now I shoot. You hit 15 points of damage, but now All I right, get to so... do the extra fun part. Yep. Sneak attack damage. So now plus 8d8. Well, 68, right? 68. Damn. 68. Damn. Wow. Nice. That's more damage than Mo does. Uh, but that's whoops, the I did it to the wrong person. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's 42 the, damage, Mo. That, that's the flip side of that uh, having to roll twice. Right, because you have to roll twice to hit. I, I got to scroll up to find out. I did a lot of damage in one of these attacks last time. I forget what it was, like 99 or something insane. I think you I just pop in and then you run back, huh? Yeah, I have to exactly. refute, and, I and have I to refute that. You are a ninja. Ugh, fine. And just you're, like you're, that, you're I vanish. Totally Kira's also hidden as he's flying up in the air with the greatest of ease. La, 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 la. Um, all right, so if I go here, I can I since I'm in the air, can I shoot over uh, Cheddar? Not going to mine it. Oh, you can shoot over Cheddar. Yeah, 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 there. I wouldn't here, say you can't here. really shoot over these... Can, these glass containers are quite large. So. Yeah, if I move here, I'm going to shoot them from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Do I get any pluses? No. Do I get a pl I get no plus from Mo? Maybe you do. Mo? Uh, you have a plus one from Mo as long... Yes, you do get a plus one from Mo. And that's it, right? Okay. No, Fair he's enough. also flat-footed because of he's the one that tri was tricked by... Doesn't that just affect Hiroji, though? Or how does that work? No. I forget. That's... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. You can make, you can make him... Right. All right. So no, but that's the one Rusty targeted. Yeah. So I get plus two from Rusty. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Six. I'll take it. Nice. Wow. And I'm done. Rusty's up. He's feeling a little fatigued. He's not feeling so good. I grow fatigued. Rusty, just hit him with a knife so that I can get a flanking bonus when I uh, full attack him. Hmm. Hit him with a butter knife. Well, as a move action, I am going to do improved get him so that you get a plus two. But I don't want to get an unnecessary attack, so hold on. One <sighs> no, come on. Take it. Are you suffocating, by the way? Sorry? Are you suffocating? Is your character suffocating? Oh, the character, yes. He totally failed his save. Yeah, so wait. What is that? Is that How is that limiting me? I think you're dying. You're, no, you're just fatigued. That's all. You're just fatigued. All right, hold on a sec. It makes your uh, character intolerable to play with. <laughs> well, yes, that's well, that's unfortunate for the your, rest your of you. Your flanking maneuver fine. for Mo should be a three stooges maneuver. You should give him the, the whoop, curly whoop, shuffle. Whoop. The curly shuffle. The you curly should shuffle. give him the whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> and the sorry, it's something. What I was trying to find, and I haven't seen it in a long time, is um, well, okay, it's plus two for everyone, but also there is like an actual like faint that leaves the the uh, an intimidate, an intimidate to leave it shaken. I want to actually make an intimidate check that would actually leave the monster as in the shaking condition. But I'm not finding the roll in front of me. It might be immune, too. You don't know. He might be. I don't know. But see, if I actually do my normal thing, though, he's going to get an attack of opportunity on me, and I don't want that. But I still want to give him a debuff for the rest of the party. So uh, I don't do much damage, so that doesn't matter. All you need to do is attack him with the melee weapon. I do not have a melee weapon in front of me. Oh, unarmed attack. Uh, I, you want me to drop my weapon and put my fists up? Is that what you want to say? That's, put that's your exactly what you want to say. You want, you want to see me just, like, put a fist up. Is that it? You don't have a knife like in Starship Troopers. Uh, why, why would I have a knife? I brought a gun to this knife fight. No, because uh, yeah, you I can't pull a, a trigger if you fight, can't right? use your hand. Do you, don't you, have you seen Starship Troopers? Uh, yes, of course I have. It's fine, but still, many, many times. Mo wants his flanking bonus. So, uh, three, hold on. Three Stooges Foo, you have multiple options. You can poke him in the eyes... You can steal his nose. Exactly. <laughs> this is all you need to do. 
Standard action, you can intimidate to cause a creature within 30 feet of you to become shaken for a number of rounds. You just roll your intimidate, and that's... Alright, that's it. There's no bonuses, then a modifier. Fine, intimidate. And I roll a three. Okay. Well, oh, it's... good God. You roll a 25, which is actually Well, I have a plus 22 good. intimidate. I'm all social skills. It's just not one that I usually use, because if I'm going to debuff them, why not also try and do damage? But Can't parents, you roll again or something? Uh, not on that one. Only diplomacy and bluff. Wait a minute. Maybe I added intimidate this... Hold on. Actually, you're ringing a bell. Well, 25 added... isn't even close. So. Yeah, but I did add one this... What, what are you trying to do? That was your standard. No, no, John's question was interesting. It's the whether I could actually uh, re-roll intimidate for that attack. I can re-roll it, but not the demoralize bonus. Yes, at level twelve, I added a third to bluff and diplomacy. <laughs> nice. Thank you, John. I forgot about it. It was just this level. Yeah. Michaela Maroney is actually... And I did worse. Ah, oh, for God's sakes. Oh, my I, God. He, he, it's the opposite of intimidation. I'm intimidated by him now. I, I, am, wow. I have the shaking condition in addition to everything else. I'm scared of him. Michaela Maroney is not impressed. Uh, he gets a plus two against me. I'm just going to grant it because that was just pathetic. Okay. Well, this guy goes and he is going to multi-attack Rusty. All right. Go for it. Uh, Rusty. You're a victim of circumstance. Yeah, exactly. He does his first attack and misses. <laughs> oh! And a crit on second. Rusty. Second attack and crits. Third attack. Misses. Wow. And fourth attack. Fourth? Wow. He hits. Wow. A monk. And also, you are stunned this round, Mr. Uh, All right, that's fair. Mr. Rusty. He drop his weapon. Mo is impressed. All right, so wow, nobody is even. No one's taking any meat damage. Just, just a full attack. Yeah. So you drop everything you're holding. You can't take actions, and you're flat-footed, Rusty. As he did the All open right. palm strike onto you. Otherwise, as. Nor oh! <laughs> I rolled one for my second attack. <laughs> he did pretty well in the first one. Now, do I have partial or f does he have partial or full cover because of the cabinet? No, oh, wait. It doesn't matter because I don't think he can take an attack of opportunity if I'm twenty feet in the air. So I'm going to go ahead and move, and I'm going to shoot at him. You hit. Cheddar. Cheddar shoots his junk cannon in. Misses. Roji's hiding. He can't see anything because he's behind cover. Yeah, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna move here. You know what? Let's just reveal myself. Not exactly, but yeah, pretty much. Alright, so the same trick attack business, but I'm gonna end up uh, here where I'm gonna move myself. Right next to... Uh, Right next to um, uh, Tuttle. 42 for my Trickum. Sure. And now let's see if I hit him. Hit. Nine points of damage. Awesome. Now here's all the million damage. 37 additional. Holy smokes. Nice damage. 37 damage. He's still alive. Whoa, he's tough. All right, but I am exposed that's okay. I've got this. Um, what pluses am I getting? Two from me. One from Mo. Yes. Yes. And minus four for full attack. I'm adding all that in. Here we go. <laughs> Glory of the kill. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I just want to point nice. out, Hiroji, uh, Seth. Every single one of your dice overachieved. You rolled uh, sixty-eight for seven eight. Five, six, six, five. Not a single dice was under the average. Below so. five. Yep. That, that, that factor is prominently. I'll tell favorite. you what. When you roll thirty-seven damage, that's a that's a hit. That, that that's a good thirty-seven plus nine. 46. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus it's nine. Right, wow. Yeah, Forty-six. Yeah. Well, we're packing a uh, Hiroji. So that's right. Um, I want loot. Well, what are you doing? I mean, okay, they're all dead. I want control room, and also the alarm is still going. You on. are, you're all. It's they're all dead, and well, you don't hear an actual alarm. 
You just presumed the alarm oh, that's went good. off. So, oh, okay, good. they all drop. You do a quick look, and they seem to have... Um, they uh, they have nothing, I'll, I'll yeah, tell you. I don't think there's anything, but you can take a look. and um, Take a quick look. I'll take a look. Well, w- w- tell me exactly what you're doing, because time is of the essence here. So, right now, you're still flying. You still have greater invisibility going on. So, tell me what's happening. What do you guys I'm, I'm examining the big double doors. That's going to go away very soon, because it's only 12 rounds, so... All right, for the next round, Mo is moving to the doors. Okay. I'm, I'm evaluating again. said doors. Okay, there's large door center in the four, in the room in front of you. There's two large computer consoles flank the four door. Ten foot wide raised platforms with metal railings run along the port and starboard walls, each with an exit out of the room. Four large display cases made of a clear material stand evenly spaced in the center of the room, each case contains a different item under harsh white spotlight a red and gold spear a humanized skull and spine a um, a severed hand with a gem embedded in the palm a suit helmet with swirling red mist within it and blood splattered on the inside of the visor I think Mo, you should get that spear. Yeah, that spear. Uh, Mo is no longer going toward the door. He is now going toward the one with the spear. Ha! Uh, and if there's a case, if it's, can I tell if it's glass or crystal or whatever? I smash. Mo smashes. Smash and grab. Or 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 smash or, and grab. Or he presses yeah. the button that just opens it. Which it. Well, you 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 easily are able to smash through this with your incredible strength and you see inside there a beautiful golden spear with a ruby blade the spear of destiny oh wow this could be an upgrade to my level two pike tell me tell me what is it i inspect I, i actually will fly over there and detect magic on it um well it's not magical Although some of the other things in here are. Actually, everything else is. This one's not. <sighs> this requires someone with technology to identify. That's me, too. What kind of I, role? I, engineering? What, what do you mean technology? What is that? Engineering. Uh, Mo has a one in engineering. 26 does not do it. Not even close. Hold on. I'm, I'm assisting. and Still not even close. Mm. Okay, I'm not going to but let's say I did. Tuttle needs help. On this, assist him. I assist Tuttle. Wow, Mo does not have any. There we go. That's more like forty-five. It. <laughs> Forty-three. Forty-five. Wow. I got it in on, under the wire. Tuttle if takes counting, a look at this. If counting turns matters, uh, I'm uh, I'm do, doing a thorough check of this door, like alarms, how's it locked, all that business while they're doing this. So we're doing two things at once. I will explain to you in a second while. You're looking at this. He realizes that this is the Spear of Fates. It's a unique weapon that belonged to a knight of Galarian. And this thing is a golden spear with a roby blade and functions as both an Inferno Flame Dashku and a White Star Plasma Caster. It holds one ultra-capacity battery, which powers all uses of the weapon. So basically... It is both a melee weapon and a ranged weapon at the same time. You can switch between the melee function and the ranged function as a swift action. Nice. Uh, nice. What is the... Uh... That is totally an Envoy weapon. Hand it over. You know, I have to say, can't use it because I can't do a full attack with it. So it does half the damage that my oh, level yeah. 2 pike does. That's completely inaccurate. That's, um, I'm not so sure about that. If Can he use it for a full round of attacks? Why not? Now, Dushkus are uh, unwieldy, so you can't do a full round attack. So I'm sure it has like a couple pluses here, and it has better dice. But, dude, uh, it doesn't beat attacking twice. I'm sorry. I don't know. Check, uh, see what it does. I kind of do. Yeah, inf- Infernal Flame Dushku. Yeah, Dushkus are... They're the Vesk weapon of choice, but they do half damage to 
Oh, level two, Pike. I'm sorry. It's not doesn't. It's not half damage. It, no, a... when you can attack twice with a weapon versus attacking once. Right. Yeah, Where does it I, say I it's unwieldy? Saying, though it actually does matter. you keep saying all dashkus, but... all dashkus are unwieldy. Really? All of them. Yes. Tell me. Doesn't say it in the description. Uh, I mean, well, fine. you don't want it. Fine, that's no problem. I mean, I mean if should, it's should, not unwieldy, you should, I you should look, look it, up. it up. Oh, I'll, I'll look it up. I should have that. It's an advanced weapon. It's not a wieldy. Well, oh, there you go. Then. Great. That's good. This is your weapon. Go for it. Don't argue anymore. I mean, before you like complain endlessly and be negative, why don't you look it up and see? It also does a critical wound condition, which is like, I don't know, one of the greatest things in the entire game. It can cut off somebody's head if you crit. A Vorpal Dashku? No, it's a Infernal Flame Dashku. Yeah, and then if you, after you attack them, if you crit them, you give them a wound where they can either bleed, lose an eye, lose a limb, lose a leg, lose a vital organ, or their brain. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's insane. Uh, but I'm looking... I'm going to look in the core rules because this is not a complete description that I'm seeing on the internet. Uh, you can Steve, go on to the, the next weapon. Are you going go to roll to that it is weapon. unwieldy or not? No. Well, hold on. Let me look it up, and you guys can go to the next weapon. Great. Sounds good. Rather than him do everything. I want to check out that hand of Vecna. It actually sounds like the Logus, Logan's run hand as a gem in a palm. Okay, right? John. Renewal. For the trailing time. Renew. Uncategorized Dashkus, the tactical, the advanced, and the ultra thin, the zero edge, the molecular rift, and the dimension blade. Those are all unwieldy. If it doesn't say unwieldy, then they're not. That's a good thing. Okay, so you think about it. And then the other thing it does is, let's see, it also is a white star plasma caster. Let's see what that is. God, that sounds like the perfect weapon. It's a ranged anime. Yeah, yeah. Let's like let's let's equip. Let's equip that. I can't find it though. I can't look it up in my character for some reason. White Star Plasma Caster does three d ten electric and fire damage and can burn people, and you can boost with it. You know, do whatever you want with it. Are uh, you talking next. about mine? <laughs> yes. About- yes. But right. here, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna. You don't seem to be paying attention. I'm gonna. Uh, well, no. There's there's no information. Like I, I'm not reading the same thing you're reading. I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, all right, I, it looks like I can read. White it. Star. I don't know about that. Well, the, the Dashku part is a two-handed advanced melee weapon, level thirteen. Damage is five d eight fire. There, I put it in. I put Critical it in. Thank you, wound. Thank you. Five d eight fire is a lot. So you find the spear of fates. One of the greatest weapons in the entire game, and he throws it away for his level two bike. Next up, who wants to look that's, at that's a the other cool dude. items? Oh, there it is. <laughs> threw it over his shoulder. I was there. My lightsaber. Oh, no, I don't yep, want that. there you go. There Garbage. you go. Um, do you? What are you looking for? Uh, the hand of Vecna. The hand of Vecna. Let's see. Baba Yaga's hut. I guess, yeah. Like walking you, around. Okay. Do you walk over to that one and smash it open? Yes. You smash it open. This is magic, so you'll have to give me... Mysticism. Yes. Hey, can, I, I, can I ask a, Let me ask a question, actually. Uh, I'm, I, like, while I'm working, I glance over, I see what's going on here. Uh, can I leverage like my cultural knowledge? Because it occurs to me that, that my character, like his whole thing is trophies and ranking people by their trophies. He's a big sports fan, if you see what I mean. And so he might, like, yep. he might just know what he's looking at and be able to like, you just had a blurb that this has got a big, long history as the guy used by the thing and did something else. Uh, Hiroji might just know all that. He might just, he might just be able to look at it and yeah. tell you exactly you roll, what it is. Like, yeah, roll I like society. That. That sounds good. Roll your society. And so, what is this? Is, 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 what's the role? Society. Society. Or, or is it culture? Is it culture? Either one. All right. I think it's culture. All right. Plus 16. 20 ain't going to do it. You look at it and you're like, I'm not exactly sure. Mysticism, 1938. Good, you barely made it. This is a warlock stone. This stone holds the collected memories, philosophies, and tactics of an ancient alien warlord. And it's currently set into the palm of its original owner. You can, oh, I don't know, absorb its essence and acts as a Mark III ability crystal 
that increase any one ability score by six. Oh! Oh! If you spend one hour communing with the ancient psychic flood, one hour. That'll be great for after the module. After the adventure, yeah. (laughs) But keep in mind, it's a Mark Three ability crystal, so we will. If you already did a Mark Two, it just increases it by plus two. I think I have a Mark One, maybe. I think you will. You think you. You, Mr. Kiro, only have a Mark 1. You do not have a Mark 2. Everyone else has a Mark 2, but you. Well, now I have a Mark 3, so hello. Right, so that would give you a plus 4 to anyone's stats. Nice. All right, that goes in the backpack. Can can we all do maybe quick rolls on the last two things and maybe speed this up? Yes. No, this is part of the fun. This is the the big treasure. Exactly, and knowing what the treasure is is great. Let's, uh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous though. For the, I want to roll for the helmet and for what was the, what was the fourth thing? Um, well, um, there's a skull. And, so it's the helmet and the skull. Well, yeah. There's these weird. Yeah, just just tell me what you're gonna do. Okay, so I'm gonna glance at the helmet, glance at the skull, roll my culture, see if I know what it is. All right, I'm gonna roll twice. All right. The helmet. Eighteen ain't the gonna skull. do it. A twenty-eight ain't gonna do it either. No, no idea. Well, can anyone assist me? Okay, I'm going to take magic on the helmet. Okay. I cannot assist your magics. Your magics are strange. I didn't understand them. I'm worried that there's something trapped in that helmet that's very bad. Vecna? Worse. Wow, worse than Vecna. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I actually but have a picture of the next one. The, the vampire cloud from Star Trek original series. Nice. That's exactly what I was thinking of. The, the, uh, <laughs> it's like the, the, what is this, the red blood cell vampire? Yes. Oh, don't encourage him, Seth. So good. Kirk has a personal vendetta against that thing. Hemoglobin. That's. We got into a big fight with Thanksgiving about Star Trek. I had a long Star Trek conversation, but what was your fight? Well, I'm a Trekkie, and, and this. Oh, really? This, yeah, my, and my, my uh, great aunt is a Trekker, and. We don't believe okay. in Trekkers. We don't believe in uh, Yeah, well, that's because you don't really respect the show. That's right. I disagree with everyone who's actually in that fight. It is that type of sectarian infighting is what is letting the Star Wars fans win, you know. I know. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and actually, I, I, I'm going to quote Kevin Smith, who years ago made a wonderful comment about the little boys getting angry at Twilight fans. He's like, look, you're currently like arguing at a Comic-Con. Nobody in the world looks stupider than a guy dressed in Vulcaneers looking at a guy dressed as Chewbacca and say, oh, man, that geek. Yeah, he's got a point. Uh, that thing looks creepy. It's got bugs on it. Well, you guys give me a roll. It's a hybrid, so it could be magic or technology, either one. I'll try my mysticism first. Yeah, try to mysticize everything. Meanwhile, I'll try engineering. I will assist everyone in everything. Natural Ooh, I 20. actually had a fairly mediocre roll. Natural 20. 30. Yep. Actually, I don't, I don't think I have a point. Kiro knows what that is. Out. He does not need any help from the peanut gallery. Yep. It's but hard to I see because you're going to actually have to open up the uh, case, smash it open to take out the head inside of the helmet. Inside the helmet is a skull and spine, and it appears to be a 24-inch long metallic centipede covered in runes. You know that if you take the centipede off the current inhabitant, put the centipede up to your ear or mouth or nose, it will animate and then enter into your body and wrap around your skull. What? Once inside you, the rune warm will release an arcane virus that rewrites and improves some part of your body's function. It functions as a Mark II synergizing symbiote, which is able to increase an ability score by four. However, it is so advanced that it can instead upgrade any Mark II personal upgrade already installed your system into a Mark III personal upgrade, increasing the ability score bonus from plus four to plus six. Nice. Well, Interesting. I don't, I don't want that because I'm, I'm, I have the hand, which is a three already. So someone else could hold on to that. Not really uh, I, I, I'm intrigued by that as long as it does, in fact, enter my system and is invisible from the outside. The problem is that, honestly, realistically, my major stat is charisma, and it's already beyond the pale. Uh, so bonusing it just before the last fight is not going to do much. Uh, my vampiric Mark One, Mark II uh, enhancements, my... my various different undead enhancements which i totally don't have at all i'm just talking theoretically 
Uh, I don't think I'm going to get that much advantage going up one level. You probably can never have enough stealth, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for her, I'm talking about for for uh, Hiroji. I, I'm not sticking that thing up my nose. Really? No, no, no way. That's nasty. Trust we, me. We can stick it in your ear. I mean, that's fine. No, no, that's all right. Swallow the worm. Oh, we'll take it. <laughs> it's a hybrid of it's a hybrid of the the SETI Alpha bug that got Chekhov. And yes, the it head is. Of Vecna. And, and I'll want it. Oh. <laughs> alternatively, <laughs> alternatively, Tuttle's got like eight different weird things about him already. <laughs> what's one? What's one more? So one more, actually. That's right. You're already an insanely mutated. How long does it take to uh, install that? A few minutes. I vote Tuttle. I, I like that. Go if for it, Tuttle. Or Mo. And having five mutations. Do it, Tuttle. Have a worm inside him. The question is, should I make him even smarter, or should I actually inc- increase something else? Uh, dexterity is bonus to hit. All right, let's check out what the last thing is. What's the last thing? It's the let's see what the last the, thing with is the red, first. With the red mist and the blood, right? This one you smash open, and once again, I need a roll for this one. Mysticism or technology, either one. I can assist technology. Mm. Assist technology is barely enough to make it. This is the I mean, eyes right. of Rand. This is yes. two strange-looking eyes. When you hold one of the eyes in one hand, you can control the other eye as a spy drone that can't be upgraded. You see what the flying eye sees through the eye you hold. However, if you place the gems over your own eyes, they burrow into your skull and replace your two eyes destroying the optic nerves of any additional eyes if you have more than two eyes. Your eyes now function as a long-range dark vision capacitor's augmentation, and you can send out one of your eyes as a spy drone, during which time the eyes do not grant you dark vision. When the eyes aren't embedded in a skull and aren't in use, a reddish mist slowly coalesces around them. So you can either hold one up to one of your eyes and then have the other one fly out like a drone and spy for you. Or you can hold both of them up to your eyes, have them drill into your skull, phantasm style, like with the orbs, rip out your eyes, replace them with these two new cool eyes. And now whenever you want, not only can you see dark vision, but you can also send out one of your eyes on a scouting mission. That sounds like a Hiroji thing. Hard pass. Hi, really? You don't want to? Stick oh my god! Uh, I don't want any of that. Wow. Uh, 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 hold on. However, there's one more thing he notices, kind of hidden underneath one of the cushions that was not visible before. What is that? It's detecting magic on it. I'm, is it an item? Yeah. Ooh. It looks Ooh, like I, a I, piece of fruit it? of some sort. I don't know. Maybe you should detect magic on it. That's pretty good. 18. Wow, these are girls at 20 and 19 and 18. 20 and 19 and 18. That's pretty sweet. This is very rare. It is a flux fig. A flux fig is a single-use consumable item that rearranges your genetic code and remakes you into another species. Eating a fig takes one minute, after which you fall into a deep sleep for one anger. One anger? One hour. During this time, your body transforms into its new shape. It always transforms you into a species, your creature type, that has racial traits for a player character. Although what species is determined randomly. It does not affect <laughs> constructs, outsiders, or undead. You recalculate your ability scores from scratch using your new racial traits, remembering to include any ability score increases from leveling up. Upon awakening, you lose any formal racial traits and gain the new racial traits. You retrain your personality, memories, augmentation, class features, feats, and skill ranks. You can't change any of the choices you made during any prior character advancement, and you must still meet any prerequisites for equipment, feats, and other player options. Ha! Huh. We make Rusty eat that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, yeah. Well, well, for, like, we don't really have time for a lot of stuff. Yeah, do we? we don't have time for that, and Rusty's undead, so my inclination is Tuttle has to eat that. Mo's going to dare him to eat that. But I actually kind of like being an Isoki. I'm not sure I want to be something else. Okay. Right. right. Yeah, I think bah, bah, being, bah, bah, a, being bah, bah. a stinking undead is terrible, so Rusty should eat that. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, Rusty will not be eating that at all. So that's and it wouldn't work on him anyway. So there it is. Rusty, I'm also, also going to pass on the ruby eyes because I can actually do both of those things separately. I already I already have dark vision and I have the scout bots. Yeah, I'm going to make you Same. a nice fruit smoothie when we get on the ship, Rusty. Just enjoy the fruit smoothie. Oh, that'll be great. Thank you. That'd be really yeah. nice. Of you <laughs> take a take a nap and then. <laughs> be anything but what you are now you'll be it'll be an improvement all right does anybody want any of that stuff or do we put that in the kitty uh, i think in the kitty i i like my eyes and uh i already have dark vision but yeah. i think the usage so i'm thinking about it, the worm i'm actually thinking about the worm the worm you might should, be yeah you should worm it you should worm it definitely. is that the one up. hour thing because i think we can actually spend an hour no that's that's not a that's the immediate thing oh okay all right but if I use it on a new score, it's a level two, and I already have a level two. I can't have two level twos, can I? Um, which one? The rune worm? It's a mark. Yeah, the rune worm. Let me look it up. Does I mean I could just make myself one smarter? But I don't know that that does me a lot of good. Yeah. So this one won't work on ability score you already have. Huh? I don't know. This one's a little weird because this. Let's see. Well, you can only have a Mark 1, a Mark 2, and a Mark 3. That's it. So, if you already have a Mark 2, which you do... Which I do. Then you can't use it on... You can't use it. A new fact, score. I can't do it on a new score, yeah. Right. In fact, there's probably only two people who could use that one. And that would be Akiro and maybe Hiroji. Unless someone wanted to go to a plus 6. So it can either turn your Mark II into a Mark So three. I could use it to bump my intelligence from plus four to plus six, but I can't Or use Mo it. could do it to increase his strength if you wanted to. Yeah, but, uh, well, Mo, I mean, John, you said you might be interested in that. Stre yeah, I mean, not it. to be too I mean, pedantic, but strength would be probably more useful for the last battle sure. than me getting smarter. It's a plus to the damage. Oh, yeah, he'll do it. He won't even have to think. Mo was on that. I mean, much as I'd like taking a whole bunch more new languages and skill points, I don't think that really helps. <laughs> like skin on fried chicken, Mo is absolutely on that. He'll he will totally do that thing. Well, you guys decide. What's who's gonna take what, if anything? Yep, yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, well, I got, I got the hand thing. of Vecna. Um, who's gonna? Someone take this the the thing. So Mo's gonna take the thing to go up to uh, plus six for strength. Ah, that's so weird. I use my X-ray goggles to witness it in action. I I guess I'll hold on to the ruby because it basically gives me my scout bot feature without having to spend a resolve point. But I'm not going to do the full implant. Good idea. You sure? That'll be kind of cool. It would be kind of cool, but it would be also it's pretty much redundant because I already have the dark vision and I can already do scout bots, so I don't know what I would be getting from it except cool. And you know that's a decent reason to do things, but. Okay, so Rune Warm goes to Mo. Spear of Fates goes to Mo. Eyes of Ran goes to Tuttle. The Warlord Stone goes to Akiro. And the Flux Fig, I guess, can go to the party for now. Unless someone decides they really want to change themselves inside uh, out, upside down. One thing, whoever has the best perception, before, when we get to the final boss room, plan on using that send the scout eye thing ahead, right? Yeah, we sounds good. Right, so we'll figure that out later. That's group loot. Okay. While you were fooling around, and Hiroji was looking at the door to the north, it is obviously a double door, and it is so well locked that he can't even figure out how to even access it. Well, that's Hiroji. Let's get something. Uh, let's get someone competent on the uh, case and get a second opinion. Yeah, why don't I go take a look at the door? Yeah, and Tuttle, here, let me assist you. Computers are engineering for that. Okay. Um, also, those creatures that died, they um, they actually did have some stuff on them, after all. Really? I like some. I like stuff. It looks like one of them had a. They all had personal comm units on them, which is you know it's like an iPhone, so no big deal there. And one of them seemed to have a. Um, an ampule on them. A spell ampule. Ooh, let me take a look at that. Okay. Mo could probably use that. 33. Good enough. It's a spell ampule of sea invisibility. 
which is perhaps why they were able to see you when you're invisible. Um, ah, very nice. That makes sense. All right, it's like it was right into the glove of storing. Goodbye. It was not. It was never there. Can't you already see invisibility? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Can never see enough invisibility. Okay. That goes to Kiro. Okay. Kiro gets that. Okay, next. Door to the north. Tuttle can take a look at this thing. I'm no longer flying either. Or I'm no longer invisible. You're definitely no longer invisible. I'd still say you're flying for a little while. Yeah, that's true. So, I would need a engineering check by Mr. Tuttle. That was I assist. Okay. No assists. Coming right up. One person. I, I, I said no assists. <laughs> okay, I actually didn't hear that. Alright, Ann Tuttle, who rolls a 19, who barely is able to figure this out. The double door appears to be leading, you think, to the bridge. It's under complete and utter total lockdown, but you think you can bypass the lock if you want. But once it's open, it's open. You're not going to be able to close it. Uh, let's take a 10-minute rest. Have we taken a 10-minute rest? We should do that. You have not. I could use that as well. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's do definitely that. do that. I think I'm uninjured, so. Yeah, well. You might so have you, stamina damage, though. You have a little on. bit of damage. No, no, sorry. Actually, hold on. You have you have no damage whatsoever. <laughs> That's how we on. do. That's how we do. I have 50 stamina damage, so yes, I want to take a 10-minute rest. Okay. While you're resting, I will rest you up and take away your points. You know that those double doors lead somewhere. You know that this is the highest security lock you've seen, and even with a 46 and a 19 on the roll, you're barely able to bypass it. You think you can bypass it and open it. You don't think you can close it. As a free action, Mo turns on his haste circuit, and as a standard action, he opens the doors. While you're in the middle of resting? Well, no, after we've done our 10-minute rest. Okay, well, you didn't say that. Yeah, I'm not going to let you do that. This is a group decision. And Tuttle, by the way, is not hurt. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're, not veto- you're not overriding everyone, not this time. All right, well, standing next to the door. What do you guys think? Anything. I'm ready. Anyone. Anyone. I'm ready. Let's go. I mean, we're di- yeah, we, took, we took our rest, right? Flight is disrupted. Your flight is now gone because you only had 11 minutes. You found all this stuff. Oh, there is something to be said for buffing again, though, right? Well, who did what? Did Mo? Did you use the rune worm? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, I've got the plus six. I went from plus. No, four no, no. To plus you six. didn't tell me. Did you do it? Oh Are no, no. Yes, it? I did. I, I I meant to say so. Okay. You put the rune worm into your... Which orifice do you wish to use? Uh, my bicep. Uh, it has to be I, a, in your nose, ear, ear nose, or mouth. Your bicep is not an orifice, Mo. <laughs> I don't want to use it in an orifice. That sounds awful. It is uh, awful. <laughs> How else is it going to get inside you? you All right, I'll, I'll do it orally. I'll do it orally. But he's With not and I'm using my... I'm He's using not my letting X-ray vision. See. No, no, I'm using my X-ray vision this. goggles to watch it. He's gonna say, "Look the other way," and that's when he's gonna do it. Yeah, he doesn't it doesn't matter. I see through. See. I use my X-ray vision. I'm looking at that because I'm okay. I'm, as you put it, you, you kind of put it near <laughs> your mouth, and suddenly it springs to life, crawls all around your head, like like trying to find some way to get in. Um, eventually, it, it decides to go on its own. Uh, let's roll a die to see where it ends up. Akira, stop looking. It goes into your ear. Uh, and so you're like, you wanted to go into your mouth, but it goes into your ear. And you're like, this is uncomfortable. And you feel it actually like t- all 24 inches crawl into your skull. Uh, and hey, there's around. worse orifices for that. <laughs> this is very... Wrapping around your uh, your cranium, and you feel it kind of getting absorbed and drilling into your skull with its many many little legs. But suddenly you feel stronger, much stronger. In fact, you feel like you can rip these doors off. Although you know you really couldn't, but you feel like you could. And although it was incredibly uncomfortable, and you feel like you just did something very very wrong on many levels. You feel good. I like that. That's a good thing. Um, most happy about that. Um, well, good. All right. So we do that. Mo goes through his stages of acceptance. 
And anybody object to opening these double doors? Not at all. Let's do it. So wait, so so everybody's all buffed up as much as we want to get buffed up. Well, that, yeah, well, actually we, not. We don't buff up early. Not really. Okay, cool. Well, Akira, opens the doors. Akira, before he does that, I cast a uh, mirror image. Boom, done. All right, I'm topping right now. This is it. This is the bridge. There's no way I'm starting with 20 minutes left. This is going to be an entire session. Yeah, we no, can no, do it. We can do it. No, no we no, can no, do no. this in 20 minutes. Really stop. We could oh, I, I, I activate my cooking field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, could, we couldn't even do this in three hours, I don't think. There's a lot no. going to happen. In this. this is a huge, this is the big climactic, not the end, but it's one of the endings. So this is a big, 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 big thing. Plus, I got to add your strength bonus. I got to add your weapon. I'll, I'll roll my mirror image so you have it now. And, and I activated my cook. There's four. All right, good. No, you, you, you will re-roll that when we start up again. Ah, all right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> I need it. I know you do. <laughs> you actually do need it. This is going to be insane. All right, let me write this. My, not everyone may survive this. And, it, and, and Haste Circuit is on round one. So, Okay. Haste Circuit. I'll write that down for now. I'll, I'll forget it the next time we play, but... Oh, I'm writing it down. I have notes. I have detailed notes. Do you, do you want to open the door and give us the dramatic description so we can ponder it? Oh, I know what it is. It's huge. I have to I have to mentally prepare for this one. Yeah. This okay, is cool. even gonna be so this is cool. So 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 the so the episode ends with the door opening and we don't know what's on Twelve levels in the last room. That is pretty crazy. Well, there's a couple of other rooms. It's not quite done, but it's pretty damn close. It's pretty damn I was gonna say, close. even if we somehow win the fight, then we still have to figure out what to do. Yeah, kill more. <laughs> kill the rest of the team. Right, the party the infighting might start. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Look, we are a team. We have each other's backs, no matter what. Rule the galaxy with an iron fist. Hey, everybody. Steve here. So there we go. This is it. This is the last big push before the big bad boss is attacked. One thing I like about this room is that they give him like all this amazing treasure, but I do find it a little odd that some of this treasure requires like a day or something or an hour to activate. You would think all the treasure would have just worked right away because aren't they kind of like, you know, on the clock? It's like, oh, here, I'm gonna attack the bridge and oh, I found this really cool item and let me just spend an hour while this item does what it needs to do. So I did find that kind of odd. Also this week, as you all heard, John was being really difficult for some reason, and I just don't know why, he seems to refuse to ever look up the rules, or he looks them up once and just assumes that's forever. This whole thing with the Dashku, yes, the lower level Dashkus are unwieldy, and it doesn't allow him to use his haste circuit to do full round attacks, but it's a very simple lookup on the internet to find out that voila, the high level Dashkus, well, they're fantastic. You can use them more than once. They do an insane amount of damage and well, why wouldn't he? I think you're going to find out next week that a level 13 Dashku does just a tiny bit more damage than a level 1 Pike or whatever the heck he's been using all this time. I do commend him for using the same weapon for a long period of time. But I'm kind of surprised he was so poo-pooing this weapon, which is probably the best weapon in the game by a long mile. So it's kind of weird what he was doing there. Anyhow, so here we go. After two and a half years, they're finally up to the big final room with the big bad boss. And I'm going to tell you one thing is that it's, uh, it's going to take a while. You're not going to finish in one episode. How long is it going to take? Well, we're still recording that room right now. That gives you an idea of how long it's going to take. It actually has not been resolved. There's uh, a lot going on in that room. It's going to have multiple phases to the battle. And more importantly, I did not rush it. I did not want to rush the final room. I wanted to take our time, make sure they really understood what was going on, because there's a lot of life and death in this room. There's a lot of really, really hard encounters, and I did not want them to just rush in and just die because they weren't thinking. So it's uh, 
it's uh, gonna take a little while, but I think you're gonna like the combat because there's a there's a lot of phases to the combat. For those of you who finished this, I am curious to know how your team did because one thing is that uh, I always say these enemies, I rank enemies and how they've been written usually on a A, B, or C. I'd say most enemies are kind of like a C level that they're they're okay, you know, they don't really build them that powerfully. A B levels, you know pretty powerful but they have a couple of useless abilities or spells an a level enemy is someone that is built like a pc that they have really the best spells they are kind of op they have uh, really good attacks really good abilities that they can go toe to toe with a pc all i'm gonna say is the uh the big bad boss in the next room he's an a plus he was built incredibly op incredibly optimized this is a really really well-built big bad boss that is all i'm gonna say you'll find out more about it next week but with that let's get to show notes so most of you know these show notes so i'm gonna maybe change things up instead i'm gonna talk about the patreon because i don't really talk about it that much we have changed up the patreon that if you join right now and just do the two dollar level that you can get all the information about the new podcast we're going to be putting up some preview shows. We're going to be putting up pictures. So if you want to know what these guys are doing, plus the people from the Plaguestone podcast, check that out. Just a $2 level. If you want to get the podcast early, you just have to do the $5 level, and that's it. You will get the podcast before everyone else. At least one week early, if not more. So if you want to get your shows early, just do that. In addition, we will be putting up other shows and other behind-the-scenes materials as uh, I get a little bit more time. Right now, we're basically doing four podcasts at once, so it's uh, it's taken up most of my time. I'll, I'll put it like that. So once uh, some of these shows start ending, I'll be able to put up the extra shows. But we have that all planned and ready to go. Otherwise, you guys kind of know the drill by now. New podcast every Tuesday, every Friday. Subscribe to us on iTunes or Android or Spotify. There's new Talking Combat columns every Monday. Talking Plaguestone every Thursday. Do check out the Discord. If you get to level 10, you get a free t-shirt. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and check out the Reddit channel. And as I said, do check out the Patreon. And then finally, we are going to have a review of Gods and Magic that's going to be on the website in about a week. So if you just go to Roll for Combat, you'll see Jason's review pretty soon. Anyhow, with that, I'll talk and see you guys next week. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, if you run out of range of your party healer, it's your own damn fault and you deserve to die. <laughs>